0: hi welcome to consulting with authority this is scott cantrell today we're going to be talking about 10 ways to create a breakthrough in your consulting practice so if you're a b2b advisor a b2b consultant and you're looking to level up you're looking to create a surge of new opportunity you're looking to make an alteration or change in your business that'll help you go to the next level then you're in the right place And we're gonna be looking at 10 different categories of breakthroughs. Not all of them will apply to you, but it's important that you're aware of all of them because number one, having a menu gives you choice. You'll be able to identify the one or ones that you can start to adapt and adopt immediately. And then the others will be an inventory and a reference uh, list for you over time. So when your business feels like it's getting stagnant, or when you feel like you need to go to the next level, or when you feel like you need a change or a refresh or a reset in your business, you can look to this list and say, okay, what on this breakthrough menu can I go to, where on this breakthrough menu can I go to, to create that refresh, to create that reset, to revitalize and re-energize and level up your business? So don't think of today as me giving you a laundry list of 10 things that you need to do in your business. That's not what today's about. Today is about opening your mind, giving you a broader scope, a broader concept, a broader idea of what's possible with your business. Because if you're like me, It is very easy from time to time to get into a structured rigidity within our business. We keep doing the same thing day after day after day, and sometimes that leads to stress. Sometimes it leads to frustration. Sometimes it leads to a word that I just recently heard called drain out or burnout. The reality is because we are who we are, because we're giving of ourselves, our expertise, our knowledge, our skill, our abilities, we have to make sure that we're keeping it fresh, that we're staying enthusiastic, that we're staying revitalized and energetic for ourselves, but that also is to the benefit and um, profitability and productivity of the clients that we serve. So today, that's what that's that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about how you can make sometimes very little changes within your business that will create massive results. You know, W. Clement Stone, uh, the famous author of the success system that never fails describe these as little hinges that swing big doors. Today, that's what we're going to be talking about. Some of these are big hinges (laughs) that swing even bigger doors, but we're also going to be describing some smaller hinges that can be effective for you as well. Again, don't think of this as a list of things to do. Think of this as a list of 10 opportunities that you can tap into when the moment is right. And I suspect that for all of you, there's going to be one or two or three of these breakthrough opportunities areas, these breakthrough categories that will serve you well. So what is a breakthrough? Well, simply, I define a breakthrough in in three main categories. Breaking through in your business is not, you know, when, when someone normally says that, they may think, oh, well, that's like, you know, doubling your revenue or doubling your profitability. Well, that would certainly be a breakthrough result. But we're not talking about results. We're talking about the thing before the results. We're talking about the how-to. What has to change in your business so you can get that breakthrough result? What is the breakthrough activity or process, the change, um, the enhancement, the thing that you've created that will deliver those breakthrough results? So, again, there's three categories of this. When you change something in your business, when you make something different in your business... It used to be X and now it's Y. Making that change, sometimes a very small change, can create a breakthrough in your business. So one way to create a breakthrough in your business is to make change. No, Nothing earth shattering there. A second way is not necessarily to change something, but to improve or maximize or optimize or really enhance one aspect of what you're doing. Maybe one thing that you're doing is working really, really well, but if you just enhanced it or maximized it, your business would level up on its own. Or maybe something that's really important to what you're doing isn't working as well as you'd like. But if it was, then you'd have that breakthrough result. So the first category is about just changing things. The second category is not about changing things, but enhancement. The third category is about creating something new, something brand new. It can be related to what you're doing. It may not be related to what you're already doing, but it's something new, it's creation. So again, it's about change, it's about enhancement, and it's about creation. Those are the three categories that these 10 breakthroughs will all fall into. And in fact, any one of these 10 things could be in one of those three categories. As we look in at these 10 breakthrough areas, they may be things that you're already doing that you need to change or enhance or something you're not doing that you could create and tap into. These 10 breakthroughs serve me as a filter. So when I'm thinking about my business and when I'm trying to consider how do I want to expand my business? How do I want to provide more value to my prospects and my clients? How do I want to bring more value to the marketplace in general? How do I want to serve my community? How do I want to serve myself through my business? How do I want to free up more time? How do I want to make more money? Any of those big challenging questions that we all are asking ourselves who are in this B2B advising and B2B expertise space, anytime you have one of those questions, you can go to this list of 10 breakthroughs and say, okay, which one am I ready for now? Where do I need to make a change? Where do I need to make an enhancement? Or where what area do I need to create within to solve that problem, to answer that question, to overcome that challenge? These are in no particular order. So I'm just going to go through them. I'm going to describe, I'm going to define them, describe what they are, give you a little bit of context. And we're going to move relatively quickly because I want you to be able to get through all 10 of these without, you know, taking a, a half a day to get through them. In fact, I could actually spend two or three days just going into the details around these 10 breakthroughs. And maybe at some point in the future, we'll we'll do a seminar on these 10 breakthroughs and get into some of the nitty gritty. But for now, I just want to give you the overview so you understand each one. Breakthrough number one, again, in no particular order. Breakthrough number one is about model. What is your business model? If you think about how you get paid for what you do, that's the foundational definition of your business model. How do you get paid for what you do? What is your general approach in terms of your model? For most people in our space, we get paid a fee, sometimes an hourly fee. I'm definitely a fan, more of a fan of a project-based fee, a value-based project fee, a fee that is determined based on the amount of value that I am going to bring to the client. Sometimes these fees are performance-based. But what is your business model? How do you get paid for what you do? I want you to consider th- this is an area of major breakthrough for a lot of people. And one of the breakthroughs that, that I had early in my consulting career was moving away from charging hourly and charging per project. Now, that's been years ago, and the market has pretty much caught up with that modeling. So if you're still charging by the hour, maybe that's the best option for you in your industry. But I would encourage you to think about how you could change what you're doing or enhance what you're already doing or create a new payment model like moving you know into performance based arrangement or some combination thereof so consider if or how you should change how or why your clients pay you money you know like i said could you shift from hourly to value based or a performance based model what is your business model i want you to ask this question too what are your clients actually paying for? This is a really important question for people in our world who are selling oftentimes intangibles, right? We're selling intangibles that create, we're, we're selling intangible process and expertise and knowledge and skill that turns into tangible results, oftentimes in the form of you know, measurably better productivity, measurably better profitability, revenues, whatever area you're in in terms of your consulting career. But what is it that your clients are paying for? Are they paying for your time? Probably not. What they're really paying for is the result of uh, the application of your knowledge, skill, and expertise. Let me say that again. What they're probably actually paying for is the result that they can get once they successfully apply your knowledge, your skill, and your expertise. So if that's the case, does your business model reflect that? It's just one possible area of breakthrough. Maybe you don't need to change your business model right now, but it is a possible area of breakthrough. Let's move on to number two. Number two is a very broad abstract word, concept. What I really mean by this word uh, in terms of this breakthrough area of concept is what is the premise behind your business? What's the big idea behind your business? In my world, in the world of smart solutions media, when I'm working with a client, my concept, my premise, my big idea is I want to turn you into a more visible, credible, authoritative individual in your marketplace so that your ideal prospects are attracted to you and you don't have to chase them down. So that concept is becoming an authority. That's the concept and everything else that I build or develop or deliver, anything else that I design, develop, or deliver is revolving around or is within that concept of making that individual, that expert, that coach, that consultant, that speaker, that author the preeminent or moving toward the preeminent authority in their marketplace so that they can more easily attract prospects, so that prospects are naturally attracted to them. That's my concept. That's my big idea. That's my premise. What is yours? Have you defined it? I suspect you have one. There's very little question in my mind that that concept exists, but can you articulate it? Can you define it? Can you explain it? So what is the big idea that drives your work? If you don't think you have one, if you're over here and you're over there and you're over here and you're over there, and you feel like maybe you've got three or four big ideas then I would encourage you to sit down and take some time, maybe do some mind mapping to figure out what is that core centralized concept that everything else that you do revolves around. There almost certainly is something, or there could be something. And for a lot of individuals like us, that can be a breakthrough for you. If you can shift this concept or idea into something that is even more resonant with your marketplace, with the people that you most wanna serve and that you most wanna do, do business with, if you can make sure that that concept is resonant with them, is compelling and relevant to them, then it's gonna be an easier time to attract them to you. You'll have something fresh, you'll have something new, you'll have something different to discuss with your prospects. Number three, methodology. How do you do what you do? How could you do what you do? What is your process for getting results? You, you do have a process. Whether it's articulated and written down and easily explained is a different question. I would encourage you to make sure that that is the case, but with your existing methodology, whether it's written or not, hopefully it is written, could you change it? Could you alter it? Could you create some new aspect to your methodology? Could you enhance what your methodology already is? I will say this, if your methodology and your process is just like everyone else's, that's probably not gonna be too compelling to your prospects or to your clients instead what are the elements that you can add subtract or alter within your current methodology or process to enhance that overall experience that your clients get or to enhance their ability to believe in your methodology or process in other words how can you add credibility and authority to your methodology Maybe it's uh, looking up some statistics. Maybe it's doing your own research project. Maybe it's looking at your own past successes of everyone who's used this methodology and putting that into an infographic. And so now your methodology not only has a process, but it has an infographic. These are the results of our methodology. I don't know what that could look like for you, but this is an area of breakthrough, changing how you do what you do how you um, work with your clients or how you could work with your clients. This is an important question and is a key area of breakthrough. Number four, what's your solution? What's your deliverable? What's the experience that the client receives when they work with you? Not just the result, not just the result, but what is the experience? What What are they doing? What are you doing? What are you delivering to them? What tools or resources or knowledge and skill? What's the essence or makeup or spectrum of the solution or solutions that you provide? What's the essence of the service and value that you create? Again, a lot of these breakthroughs begin as questions. You you understand that every time I've given you a breakthrough, I'm asking you a question. The first note to take away from, from that is that you should be able to answer that question now with your existing solution or model or concept or other breakthrough area. But in terms of making a change, making an enhancement or creating something new, let's ask those three questions about your existing set of deliverables. Is it just time on the phone with you? And that's the only solution you provide is in terms of your expertise, your knowledge and skill on on the phone? Maybe, and maybe that's okay. Maybe there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, but let's ask the question. How can you change that? How could you enhance that? How could you add something new to that? Could you alter or add to your current menu of solutions and services to renew existing clients or refresh your existing set of services or improve them? How about this question? Maybe your deliverables list, your menu of services is just way too long. So just in the last 60 to 90 days, I've been looking at all the different things that I can do and that I have been offering to clients and even though I do have expertise in a lot of different areas and there's lots of different ways that I can bring value to different clientele I have decided to hone in on a particular set of services a particular set of deliverables so just in the last uh, 60 to 90 days for me I've been working on this particular breakthrough how can I change my solution set to be more compelling, more resonant, not only with my prospects and clients, but more in alignment with what I want to do. You know, uh, my business coach recently made a statement to me that, that knocked me uh, for a loop a little bit. And he talked about, you know, we have to enjoy not only what we do, the results we get for our clients and working with our clients, we, we need to enjoy and be fulfilled with not only what we do, but how we do it. And this goes straight to this breakthrough of solution. Are you really fulfilled and enjoying how you are delivering the results? And if you're not, then this is an area of breakthrough for you, whether for your business or personally, this is an area of breakthrough for you. So another way to determine if you need to make an alteration or an enhancement or add something new to your menu of services is this question. Do you have the exact same menu of solutions and value delivery year after year after year? Has it changed in the last year, the last 18, 24, 36 months? If it hasn't changed or been enhanced at least a little bit, then this is probably an area where you could potentially create a breakthrough in your business. How have your offerings changed or been enhanced or grown over the last year or two? And if they haven't, then this is an area to look at. Number five is market. So when we think about classically, when a marketing consultant or a sales consultant is thinking about helping a client break through, one of the areas they look to first is this one. What is your market? Who do you serve? Who could you serve, right? Can you serve a different group of people than you have historically? Is there a whole new blue ocean of opportunity out there of people or organizations that you could bring your existing value to that you haven't tapped into yet. And maybe for whatever reason, you're avoiding it. Maybe you're scared to go into that market and try something new, but this is an area, this is a breakthrough area. You know, perhaps you could uh, tap into a brand new industry or perhaps within the organizations or businesses that you work within, maybe there's a lateral opportunity. Maybe you're currently working in human resources, doing personnel training or something like that, But maybe there's an opportunity to do similar types of productivity and personnel training in the sales side of the organization. I don't know. I'm just giving you certain examples here. So one of the biggest breakthroughs that most consultants have is when they realize that their services and the solutions that they bring are valued by more than one universe of people, by more than one market. So the question is, who else would find you and your knowledge, your skill, your expertise, your solutions, your services valuable for them? Who else? Or within your existing market, how can you tap into them even more by getting extra clear, extra detailed, extra focused on that narrow band of people that you serve? Could you serve a narrower group at a higher level? This goes back to the breakthrough before. Could you create a solution to serve a narrower market? Or could you identify a narrower market that may want a different type of solution? So, I should mention this too. All of these breakthrough areas, they don't have to occur in a vacuum in and of themselves. You can combine and you should think about how you can combine these different breakthrough areas. So again, number five was market. That's who you do serve, who you could serve. Number six, sixth breakthrough area is message. This is all about your value proposition. This is about how you are communicating your value into the marketplace. How do you describe what you do? Is there a different, a better, a fresh way to share your insight or your information or your influence? Right? Think about your messaging. You know, often just a simple shift in what you focus on, either from a feature set of what you do or from a result set of what you do, can make a huge difference just by changing your message focus from well i do this this and this for clients i do a b c for clients if you added that you also do xyz for clients sometimes that can break open the floodgates or if you say you know what we get clients xyz results and then you also get them abc results but maybe you're not talking about this result set over here if you start talking about that result set that could open the floodgates the point is You want to think about how you can shift your message to be more compelling and even more resonant with the people that you serve. So many consultants that I work with on a one-to-one basis come to me and they already have some set of messaging that they've been using usually for a a large number of years, you know, sometimes since they got started and this is the messaging they've been using. It's the same messaging year after year after year. Well, I got to tell you, you know, The marketplace changes very, very quickly and even faster in today's world than ever before. So if you're not updating, if you're not enhancing, if you're not adding to, if you're not changing your value proposition and your messaging, it doesn't mean you have to change what you do or the results you get, but you may and likely do need to change how you communicate about them, how you talk about them. The context that you wrap around those solutions and those results that you get matters tremendously. Another part of your message that can serve you in a tremendous way within the context of creating a breakthrough is sharing your successes. So far too many, again, one-on-one clients of mine that I work with are hiding their light under the bushel, right? They're not letting their light shine. They're not sharing their success stories. They're not putting that social proof out there in the marketplace in a consistent base, you know, in a consistent way like they should. So whether that's testimonials or success stories or case studies, you want to make sure that you are celebrating those successes within the context of your messaging. And maybe that one shift, that one shift about adding more success uh, results and social proof into your messaging, maybe that's the breakthrough for you today. Maybe that's the thing that you can start doing more of right now that will start to create a breakthrough in your business. You know, if you think about the different results that you get for clients, There's probably a wide variety of different results you get for clients. Even if you're like me, you're a business development specialist and your primary goal is to help a business generate more revenue and become more profitable. Let's say that's the baseline result. Well, that's great, but that's the baseline result. And that's a very, very important and very, very attractive result. But why? What is the good of the additional revenue? What is the good of more profitability? If you can start to to let your messaging tap into the result of the result and talk about that to your prospects and to your clients, you can have an even bigger impact. The the classic example, of course, is someone who sells a drill, right? The drill maker. And they talk about all the features and how fast the drill goes and how strong it is and and what the bit is made out of and, and all of this. And that's valuable but why is someone buying a drill? You guys know this classic uh, cliched story. They're buying the drill to get the hole, (laughs) right? They're not buying the drill to have this awesome tool to have the latest and greatest piece of technology. Maybe there's some ego tied up in that, to be fair, but they're buying the drill to make a better hole, to make the hole faster, to make the hole cleaner, to make the hole, you know, whatever size they need it to be. That's the result of the result. The result of having the drill is not having the drill. The result of having the drill is to make exactly what i need to make in terms of a whole to get this project to work. So same thing for you, you know, profitability and revenue is fantastic, but why? Why does that company want to have more profit? Why do they want to have more revenue? Having personnel, if you're human in the human resources world, having people that are healthier and happier and more productive is incredibly positive, but what does that mean for those individuals and what does that mean for the company? What's the result of the result? That you create if you can articulate that then you can create a breakthrough with your messaging number seven media so if you think about the classic marketing equation it is market plus message plus media market is who we are talking to message is what we're saying to them and media is how we're delivering that message to the market so this the seventh breakthrough area is media how are we delivering our message to our market What vehicles are we using to deliver the message to the market? And can we change that? Could we enhance what we're already doing? Could we create a new media? So just a few quick examples. Um, First of all, you should have a media mix, a different set of media that you're using to communicate your message to your market. If you're only depending on one or two media distribution channels, then your business is at risk. Because if that one or one of those two goes away or stops working or isn't as effective as it used to be tomorrow as it is today, well, that means trouble for your business moving forward right so you do want to have a healthy media mix different strategies that are communicating your message to your market and and let me just give you a couple examples email is a media strategy linkedin utilizing linkedin as a media strategy strategic partnerships referral partners is a media strategy developing an event you know a series of webinars or a live event is a media strategy There are hundreds, literally thousands of different media strategies. You know, Facebook and social media, depending on who you're serving and how you're serving them, are media platforms where you can communicate your message to them. The note that I would give you here is regardless of what your media mix looks like now, you need to consistently, if you want to break through in this area, you should consistently ask yourself, what other media are available? Is there old traditional media that I stopped doing that might be worth picking up again? Is there old traditional media that I never did that might be good to utilize now? Is there new online, digital, fancy, shiny object uh, media that would be good for me to try? And the answer sometimes is yes, and the answer sometimes is no, but you wanna be asking yourselves these questions. What other media channels could I utilize to communicate my message faster, easier, and less, less expensively to my market? you answer those questions around your media mix, you're likely to find an answer that's worthy of at least testing. Number eight, your mission. So this all goes to the purpose of your business. What are you in business for? And listen, there's different levels of mission, right? Some of you are very much driven in your personal passions for your business right? It's a personal passion. It's a personal purpose. It's a personal mission that you have. Others of you are very business mission-minded, right? Our business's mission is X or Y. Some of you have both. You know, you have your own personal purpose, your own personal individual mission, and you have your business mission. There's not inherently a right or wrong about this. What I will tell you is that you need to be mission-driven. There does need to be a stronger, emotionally-based mission that you are on. The reason for that is when you get up in the morning and you do have to do the same thing over and over again, or you are struggling with a particular client or a particular aspect of managing your business, then the mission gives you something to fall back on. The mission allows you, when you go back and you can say, why am I doing this? You need to be able to answer that question. Because if you can't answer the question, why am I doing this? then that probably means one of one of a few things. You're either doing the wrong thing or you're serving the wrong people or you're serving the right people, but in the wrong way, right? So you need to be able, when, when things get tough, <laughs> and they do, we all know that, when things get tough and you ask yourself that sometimes rhetorical question, gosh, why am I doing this? You need to have a very concrete, legitimate, emotionally-based, ideally impassioned answer to that question. The reason I'm doing this is because, right? And it can be a personal or individual reason. It can be a reason about yourself. It can be a reason that's related to your family. It can be a reason related to your employees or to your business. It can be a reason related to the work and results that you're helping your clients get. It can be a reason related to the community or the world at large, You know, I I just uh, started talking to a potential client, and they have completely revitalized their organization to be even more mission driven. In fact, they want to move very much into that mission driven category. And it's really, really exciting to hear them talk about that mission because they are clearly passionate about it. And I know that's going to serve them well from their business. So, You may or may not want to change your mission, right? That's probably not something that should change day-to-day or quarter-to-quarter, even year-to-year. But what you could could look at doing is enlarging that mission like like this potential client I was just talking about, expanding and enlarging that mission. Alternatively, focusing on a key aspect of your mission for a particular period of time is a perfectly fine way to enhance your mission or to give you more motivation. Also, be sure that you're sharing that mission with the world in an appropriate way, right? I mean, obviously if it's part of something personal or individual that doesn't need to be shared with the world, then, then don't. But from a business standpoint, in terms of what you're trying to create in, in the world or in the business marketplace, share that with your prospects. Let them resonate with it because that serves as a qualifier. You will attract more people you wanna work with and you'll repel more people that you don't wanna work with, which is great. So if you don't have a publicly stated mission for your business or for yourself, then that's something that I think I would, I don't think I would definitely encourage you to develop that and create that for yourself and or your business or potentially enlarge it or enhance it in some way. That's an area of breakthrough for your consulting practice. Number nine, people. You know, there's this classic statement, uh, it's all in who you know, but I like the statement that it's not in all who you know, it's who knows you, right? So consider Who is in your network? There's a lot of ways to break through when it comes to this idea of people. This breakthrough area is very rich in opportunity. So everything from referral and strategic partners and building out your network to who is on your team, right, internally or externally. Whether they're employees or contractors is is not relevant to this issue. It's who's on your team and who do you want on your team? Who should be on your team? How could you create a, a major breakthrough in your business by adding a component, adding an individual onto your team? In your business, that allows you to expand your capacity or allows you to expand your capability. And that's really what people allow you to do, regardless of whether we're talking about a uh, strategic partnership or an employee or an independent contractor or just someone who is a friend that you need to confide in about your business. People and people who know you and who you know. Any one of those types of people, again, strategic partner, employee, contractor, friend, otherwise, what they allow you to do is they give you the ability to enhance and expand your capability and your capacity. That's what other people do. They give you leverage. And leverage is a big breakthrough in virtually any business. So often just adding the right person to your team will mean overall better results. Now, There is a cost to that in terms of time and effort and financial resources. But if that capacity and that capability is forever, so long as that person is there, it's often worth it. And that can mean a breakthrough in your business. So, you know, sometimes just shifting an existing team member, by the way, to another role can be a breakthrough in your business. You know, the whole good to great, it's about having the right people on the bus and having those right people in the right seats. Well, that's exactly true. And getting the right people on the bus is a breakthrough in and of itself. And then getting them in the right seats is a whole nother breakthrough. So there's one other type of breakthrough, too. Sometimes getting someone off of your team, out of the bus, can be a major breakthrough. I can't tell you how many clients I've worked with over my 20 years or so in the business where the breakthrough for them, it was nothing. It was not about. Sometimes it was personal, but usually it's nothing personal against the individual that needs to be removed from that environment. Usually it's in their best interest. If someone's not flourishing, if someone's not successful working you know, within your team or as part of your team, again, whether external or internal, if they're not successful, if they're not fulfilled, if that's not a good working relationship for you and the other team members or for them, then they are going to be better served somewhere else. And certainly you will be better served with them being somewhere else. So sometimes the breakthrough is not just in adding or enhancing the people that are around us, but sometimes removing the people that are around us. And that's really important to remember. Number 10, our 10th breakthrough area for today is place. Place. What do I mean by place? Think of it as application. That's another word you could use. How and where are you serving your market? So the simplest way to think about place is could you expand your geography? So if you're working within a city, if you're delivering your solutions and your deliverables and you're working you know, where I am in the Nashville area, for instance, could you offer your services in the Atlanta area or the St. Louis area or nationwide? All right, that's the simplest way to think about breakthrough in this place category. But there's other ways to think about it as well. Where else could you be serving the market that you're not currently? Both geographically, but also demographically or psychographically. Where else could you serve the market? What's the simplest example of place as a breakthrough? You know, or I should say this way, the simplest example of place as a breakthrough in a retail business, sometimes is just moving locations, right? Sometimes just moving a location can be a breakthrough in your business. So for you in the service world, in the expertise world, and in the intellectual property world, in terms of how we bring value to our clients, how do we change our place? It could be a a shift of geography. It could be a shift of of industry or market. It could be a shift of demographic, psychographic, or geographic. And so when it comes to place, how are you applying the solution that you have? Where are you applying it? And how are you applying it? How could that change? How could that be enhanced? How could that be added to? Just consider that. Uh, Bottom line, I don't want you to be complacent where you are. It doesn't mean that you should go beyond where you are. But it is a potential breakthrough area to consider. And so maybe if, if you have gotten stagnant in a particular place or if you've gotten tired of a particular place or if there's no room for meaningful growth in a particular place, it doesn't necessarily mean you leave it behind. It may mean that you change it a little bit or you enhance or expand that place a little bit. That's the 10th breakthrough area. Listen, I know we've gone through these really, really fast. But I hope this has helped open your mind to what's possible in terms of all these different areas where you can create a breakthrough with your business. And remember, I don't want you to think about each of these 10 breakthroughs in a vacuum, in and of themselves. They can and often should be combined with one another. And when you start to add breakthrough uh, breakthrough areas on top of each other, that doesn't create an additive result for your business. It creates a multiplicative or exponential result for your business. So the place to begin is think through the 10 breakthroughs, and I'll give you the list of them in just a second. Just a quick recap. We'll go through the 10 of them again. But as I give you those 10, think about the one or two or three areas that you could focus on and then ask yourself the question, could I combine this with one of the other 10 areas or, or the one or two or three that 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 I'm focused on, could I combine them in some way? How do they support one another? Because again, that's how you multiply your business as opposed to just uh, incrementally add to your business. Here are the 10 breakthroughs. Your business model, number two, The concept, the big idea for your business. Number three, your methodology or process, how you do what you do. Number four, the solution. That's the deliverable or the experience that you give to your clients. Number five is your market. That's who you serve, the individuals or organizations that you serve. Number six is your message. It's your value proposition. How are you communicating and providing context around what you do? Number seven is the media. Those are the strategies that deliver the message to the market. Could you add or subtract possibly or enhance the media strategy that you have. Number eight is your mission, whether personal or professional. What is your purpose so that you can answer that question? Why am I doing this with a robust, strong answer to stay motivated and persevere? Number nine is people, right? Can you add new people? Can you change their roles? Maybe you need to subtract some people to create the breakthrough in your business. And number 10 is place. Where are you serving the market? geographically, demographically, psychographically. Are there opportunities to expand where you are? Maybe you need to shrink. Maybe you're too wide. Maybe you need to shrink what you're doing. Don't be complacent with what you, with where you are. That is the 10th breakthrough area. Listen, I hope this has served you well. I'd love to get your feedback on what breakthrough areas you are gonna work on, what breakthrough areas you think are gonna serve you the best over the next three, six, nine, 12 months. And any way that I can help you apply these breakthroughs, don't hesitate to reach out. For Consulting with Authority, this is Scott Cantrell wishing you the best of success. Thank you for listening. I hope you got a ton of value out of this episode. And before we go, I want to thank the sponsor of our show, Smart Solutions Media. Smart Solutions Media empowers business owners, consultants, and other independent professionals to easily attract better prospects, and transform them into long-term clients. If you're a B2B consultant or service professional and would like to start filling your pipeline with better quality prospects, visit us on the web at smartsolutionsmedia.com to learn more about what we can do to help you. Be sure to complete the short two-minute accelerated growth scorecard you can find on the website and you'll receive a complimentary strategy session where we'll give you specific insights and recommendations to help you attract high value clients. Until next time, make sure you are consulting with authority.